In a world where tomorrow's blockbusters reign, three millennials look back on our generation's classics, on our generation's classics, our generation's classics, and remember. Hey everyone, welcome to Millennials at the Movie House, the podcast where three friends watch our generation's beloved movies of yesterday and review them from our modern adult perspectives. I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. <laughs> it's always like a, a like a, a weather girl delay you know how like they're like and over to you and I'm Serena <laughs> and I'm Serena here with the weather and today we watched Twilight from 2008 uh directed by Catherine Hardwick written by Melissa Rosenberg based on a novel by Stephanie Myers starring Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson I I need you to know before we go into Tracy's synopsis. Um, I need you to know that in our cheat sheet in the synopsis, I wrote, I mean, do I really need to? It's Twilight. <laughs> it, yeah. <laughs> I like, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I went to go get the cheat sheet and yeah, that's what you wrote. Yeah. I, that's literally what I wrote. <laughs> I didn't even put any other actors. I just put Chris Stewart and Robert Pattinson. Like, I mean, I who feel else like do I put? <laughs> Anna Kendrick. I, yeah, well, so, but like, was... yeah, but she's, I mean, she's minor in reality. Oh, very minor. Objectively what about speaking. Billy Burke? If I put Billy Love Burke, Billy then, I would Burke. Put, then I would put all of the Cullen clan. Yeah, and if true. I put all of the Cullen clan, I should start Taylor putting Lautner. Like, Billy and uh, yeah, oh, Taylor yeah, Lautner. Which Taylor. is funny because Taylor Lautner is actually very minor in this he movie. He is. I was actually, yeah, I was very yeah, was surprised. And I, I'm, I like broke out. Oh, the yeah, book. Yeah, I broke out the book. And I couldn't oh, wow. remember if he was in it a lot. I felt, yeah. like, I mean, must've been in it a little bit more, but. So I wanted to have this read by today, but check out what I started to read. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Queen. Best queen. Yeah. No. Midnight sun, baby. Oh, Tracy, quick synopsis, Tracy, oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to those who have, of you who have been living under, under a, a rock, rock for the past, I don't know, God, 20 years, 20 years. <laughs> no, not 20, but 15. I Close can't believe to it. 2008. 2008. Yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah. yeah. So feel that long. Twilight, if you don't know, is about a, <laughs> a girl right. who moves into town and falls irrecoverably what are the words she irrevocably uses? irrevocably <laughs> i can't even say it in <laughs> love with this other guy who turns out to be <gasps> a vampire Undead. and this is the first person that that edward the vampire has ever like fallen for because she is his own personal heroine yep <laughs> like he she smells special yep <laughs> And I think another reason too is because there's some level of frustration because he can't read her mind. Right. Right. Yes. He, he she is special to him where, and well, we well, know, we know why that that's not just Edward. That's like, she's special in, in her own scenario, in her that's own. That's true. Yeah. That, that I is think true. I just watched the fifth movie recently. And I, yeah. Yeah. I, I do clearly remember. Yeah. yeah. The only, the only like, and I wrote this somewhere, the only acceptable thing about this whole not acceptable relationship yeah. is that she is just as obsessed with him as he is with her like Energy and she level. is like she can't be a, as obsessed as him because she doesn't have like the superpowers to like be able to climb into his bedroom at night and like 
watch her and not sleep and do all these creepy things. But I think that if the roles were reversed and she was the vampire obsessed with him, that she would have. Yeah, that's fair. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. She's still not okay, but I see what you're saying. Still not okay, but like very unhealthy, but I think they're both very (laughs) unhealthy. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Toxic, but very unhealthy or very poorly written. Either way, we're going to go with it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, There's a couple of signs that um, point. Well, I'm sure you guys are going to bring it up too, but that I picked up that I didn't pick up before watching this time. I'm like, oh, this is one of those movies where um, I I have not watched this movie in many, many, many years. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, At least a decade for me. Completely different perspective watching it now. It's it's weird. Um, Anyway, all right. So let's jump right in. Where um, did, did you guys all see it in the theater first off? Because this is 2008. So let's let's all think back to where we were in 2008. So I remember, I don't remember Twilight. I remember New Moon. Oh, yeah. God. We're same, not going to talk same. about New Moon. I want to talk about New Moon. <laughs> I'm so glad I actually rewatched this whole thing and didn't just go based on memory because all five movies blend together in my mind. And I forgot all about the Victoria and James and the other and Lauren. I forgot all about them. They're like, I completely forgot. I was, I was, I mean, I think we were all older. I think this was was 22. Yeah. I think this was geared towards high school kids. And we were all, you guys were in college. I was in grad school. Yeah. But it was one of those things where, I mean, you you were okay it was that it was that phenomenon you like 50 year old women were watching we're reading this book and watching this movie and everybody was obsessed with this yeah Yeah. um so it's really yes it was following kind of geared for high school which is uh, problematic but it it's i mean really everybody was watching it you know like following Um, oh yeah yeah i have an an interesting perspective on this i was working at a bookstore at this time Right. So I, and, and I, it was in the young adult section. Don't get me wrong. I read lots of young adult, but at the time I hadn't caught the twilight, whatever, but I very, I was very aware of it, Yeah, but I hadn't read it yet. So I distinctly remember in, um, in the bookstore when someone was like, like explaining to like what the it books were that I was like helping customers with. And they specifically told me that this book was an abs, a pro abstinence book and to promote it as such to a point where I then recall a customer coming in saying, please give me some young adult books that don't make my 12 year old want to sleep with her boyfriend because like, yeah, yeah, they weren't having sex because he might kill her. Right. But, but that like obsession with your high yeah. school boyfriend yeah. was very much there. Yeah. And they were they were going to be together forever. Yeah. yeah. And so you have these hormone teenagers coming in thinking that their high school boyfriend is going to be there forever. And I mean, you don't go into a relationship thinking this is going to last, but like it was, it was, it was bad, like yeah. on, on like a bookseller. And then I felt, and then once I read it, I felt bad about it, but then I also fell for the whole like phenomenon of it. Cause yeah. I want to say that this was a reaction to Harry Potter. 
Mm-hmm. Harry Potter was this crazy phenomenon of of people loving books, getting in line for books. Yeah. So this was the next thing in in that people were excited for that were doing midnight release parties for these books. Yep. It, and as such, the movies were just as exciting. And like, yep. I mean, in in this film, they purposely wore jewelry to sell as merch. Like mm-hmm. that's what the point of his bracelet and the necklaces and whatever else Emmett was oh, wearing. Oh, is I don't that know. all right? That oh, was man. why they were wearing those weird, chunky things was for merch because mm-hmm. they know people would buy it. And yeah, anyway, so that was my perspective of it. Other than I also fell for it because I'm like, it's it was like one of those addicting. It was like a romance novel. You have yeah. to know how it ends. Right. And, and right. like yep. everyone was talking about it. So you had to keep up with it to know what was going on to give credit to that. That's exciting. Anyway, yeah. sorry. That's <laughs> that's what's fun. That was I remember that was one of the only times that I remember being like, okay, this, this book is not good. I love it anyway. I don't care. And I'm reading it to engage with other people because I can, could guarantee that the average Joe or Jane standing next to me has also read this book. Like it was, it was just a societal thing. It was, was. did you class, did you personally classify it as like a trash romance novel type thing? No, no, it, not that I, I classified it just as not well written. It was, it was just, I don't know. I, I, I saw through it. I, I didn't think it was like a great work of literature the way that some people did. Was it not and, fully believable? Cause I know Tracy's a big fan of believability. Cause like, no, I bought into the, the fantasy. Of yeah. It. I mean the, yeah, the, I mean, I haven't <laughs> read the book in, in so long. It's hard I to know. really yeah. remember. I, I did an audio of it and I don't even remember. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember it compared to the movie. I remember I, the movie. I remember the first time reading it. I didn't pick up. I, I saw some of the obvious problems, but I didn't see all of the, all of the problems. You know nope. what I mean? Like I was just like, I, I was wrapped up into the story and I just kind of, I was you like, chose okay. to go for the ride. We're going to yes. go for yeah. the ride. Yes. That's what we're going to do. That's You'll, exactly what I did. It's like you and bought into in it, but not like you were. And especially when it was put to film, where you could see it more clearly mm-hmm. of some of the problems yep. you were like, Oh, yep. Oh, yep. Oh, <laughs> but we still went to see movie two, three, four, oh. five. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the other thing I was thinking that something about this movie, I don't know why, maybe it's the way their relationship is between Edward and Bella, but there's some level of control that he has over her that kind of brings me to 50 shades of gray. Right. Well, right. I mean, 50 shades of gray is, is a fan fan fiction of twilight. Oh, I did not realize this. Okay. Learn something new every day, folks. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's what she wrote it as she was like, okay, I need because, because it was a pro abstinence book. She was like, oh no, I need to write an erotic version of it. Let's add the smut into this. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's not be pretend about it. Let's yeah. add this in. And then that also became quite the phenomen- phenomenon. You know what I mean? on its own. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. There was there was just something about their relationship that was like, what vibe am I getting right now? Why can't I place it? And then it took me a minute. I'm like, why is this reminding me of 50 shades of gray? And that was, that's amazing that you made that connection. That is hilarious. No, I I had no idea. I I mean, maybe in my subconscious, like back in the day, someone told me, and I just don't remember, but I'm, I was like, this is giving me 
50 shades vibe that is the thing that like when i was you know watching it when i was 20 i chose to ignore and and now i'm like oh my god it's just slapping me in the face i can't i can't i know i know it's just he is so possessive of her he's so controlling and he's an old man like that's the character is an old man preying on a 17 year old like i can't get past that (laughs) and like so getting well it isn't in this movie but like the whole imprinting yeah oh my god that's that's grooming Oh my God. <laughs> but I remember it. Like, do you remember the whole thing? I, okay. Oh God, Specifically yeah. me and Betsy. This is when we, when we went from being cousins to being friends. Well, not because of twilight. It was around the same. Yeah. Era. It was that era. We were like racing each other through breaking dawn. I think. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah. But I remember it being normal. Like what? the imprinting. We were like, yeah, no, it makes yeah. Sense in the book. It, it makes was, sense. It was the idea of soulmates. Yes. I think that that was how we were choosing that's, to see it. Yeah. Um, that's how I saw it up until you just told me that. And I, I almost felt like we were being groomed in the book where we were like, no, no, it's normal. It's fine. We're being groomed for what happens in the fifth movie. Yeah. 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 So speaking of Jacob, do you remember team Edward and team of Jacob? Course. I think this was the origin of teams. teams. Yeah. And then like, then that became a thing. So yeah. I feel like that does affect our generation because we, we were always like team this or team yeah. that. Yeah. That we'll, we'll dive more into, into okay, that in a little bit, but um, Serena, so do you remember like where you were when you, when you were introduced to this movie? Was it not at the same time as everybody else? <laughs> I wonder myself sometimes if I maybe was living on another planet for the last two decades, mm-hmm. because I feel like I missed so much I don't, I, I never watched movies when they came out. Mm-hmm. I always was like very late to the game. I just had minimal interest in sitting down and watching TV. I mean, I'm a busy body and now in my older age, I'm like, I'm here for, I remember being in Connecticut and hearing about it or whatever. And it might've been on in the background, but I'm telling you guys, like, I don't think I ever watched this movie full through until maybe like 2011 or 12. It was after the fact, but it wasn't like insanely after the fact yeah like like i think the movies are probably still coming out at that point the franchise hadn't hadn't finished at that point uh all right so i'm I'm bringing i'm bringing a question back that we had from the last two seasons so buckle up because this is not an easy answer necessarily gosh okay that was everyone's favorite part (laughs) oh i feel like we just answer that like naturally we do we do but i'm making it official guys you have to think of a favorite part from this movie good luck actually it's a it's a very easy answer and I will answer it first. Okay. The best part of this movie is Anna Kendrick. So oh. <laughs> from day yes. one, from the first moment of seeing this movie, everyone agreed and everyone still agrees that Anna Kendrick nailed Jessica. That nailed her, nailed her perfect representation yeah. of that character from the book. Yeah. And we still love her to this day. So yeah. <laughs> so like I, I want to say that like, not that I discovered her, but I definitely notice the the difference in her acting at yes. that point yes to, to robert pattinson and Kristen stewart's um credit credit they are great actors yeah i, I, I actually love both of them now yep, yep. <laughs> this was not there this was not there they did not do well in this because and i don't know if is... it was the direction the writing whatever it was their heart wasn't in it like all of the above it was not great but 
I mean, it also, I feel like gave them their start. Yes, it did. Yeah. But I also feel like they had to work a little extra hard to get out of that. That is true. You know, that they didn't want to be true. pigeonholed and they didn't want to be like, it, it wasn't our fault. It was a bad movie. We yeah. are good actors. Yep. It's not our yep. fault. Um, because I think, However, right. I think it is, it was the, it really was the directing. That is actually possibly the biggest difference I noticed watching it now is I was able to pinpoint what the problems were a little bit more readily. And it really was a lot of it was the directing yeah, and the writing. And then also like the cinematography wasn't good. No, Even, like the hair and the makeup wasn't good. No, the, yeah. The, like the lighting was, oh my, everything. everything the CGI was bad. The blocking wasn't good. Everything. Why did he not have good. lipstick on the whole time? <laughs> Why did when she was in the hospital at the end was the ashen makeup only on her face? Her neck was perfectly fine. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Her hair was perfectly curled the whole time. You know what drove me crazy about her being in the hospital at the last time? It's so minor and I feel like nobody noticed it, but it, it was a close-up of her face. Oh all my the time. God. It's the, it's the things drove me crazy that what are they, what are the oxygen, yeah. whatever the oxygen, kept yeah. changing. And I'm like, the, I, the- I know that's got to be hard to keep in the same place, but I feel like you have to do it all in one shot because it is so noticeable. No, the worst part, the worst one is when they are standing in the forest and she's here and he's here. And then in the next shot, he's here. That is the worst one. <laughs> that I No, that I can explain. He's a vampire and he moves fast. <laughs> <laughs> he beat the uh, camera to it. <laughs> yeah, he beat the camera. Oh, sorry. Back to the question. What was everyone else's favorite part? <laughs> Before we do that, back to Anna Kendrick. I think it was to her credit how well she did because or or how she I think because she was a minor character the director or cinematographer whatever didn't really care what she did so she really made Jessica her own and she nailed the high school not she was that girl she was that girl she was that girl oh my god she nailed right (laughs) like Like she she nailed it it is and like even in the book even though the book wasn't well written that was that is Jessica that is Jessica so Good job, Bets. I, I do agree with you. Thank you. I have such a stupid favorite part. For some reason, I like the car crash scene. Oh my God, me too. No, I totally agree <laughs> on that. Because yeah, I that think was pretty epic. That was, that was a big moment for a lot of girls. <laughs> like, that was like, you know, it's it was the, the toothbrush scene. It's the but save in the cat one. moment. It's the it is the cat. save the cat moment. It's it's like it's the the showing the strength, the rescue, the the whatever. However, it does lead to like major gaslighting. And mm-hmm. I, the only thing about Kristen or, or Bella, I should say, is that she does not like for a minute buy into it. He tries really hard to to gaslight her and she and he had the perfect excuse. Well, in the in the book, at least she does bump her head mm-hmm. and she has she like could have a concussion. She doesn't. But like he had the perfect excuse. Mm-hmm. He was like, I was right next to you. You bumped your head. You were just in a major trauma accident. I just yeah. pushed you out of the way. And she was like, no, no, yeah. no, you didn't. So, I, it's like, funny you say that like you were standing at your car. It's yeah. funny you say that because I noticed that this time around too. And I always remember thinking Bella has like, she, she has the worst self-esteem and she thinks nothing of herself, blah, 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 blah. But there, like you said, there was not a second where she was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm, I'm I got this wrong. No, she's yeah. like, no, uh, no, absolutely not. I know yeah. what yeah. I saw. 
Yeah. Yeah. I did like that. She's like, no, you were at yeah. your car. So, so I, I'm totally um, okay with, with yeah that being, cause that, that was just such a major moment in that, in the movie. Yeah. Uh, it, they got it, that it, right. At least they, it they was did a, that part right. It was almost a turning point yeah. in the, in the movie. Yeah. Granted yeah. it was probably like within the first 20 minutes of the movie, but it was a turning point and, and everyone got to see, okay. Oh, he has like superhuman strength. Where's this going to lead? You know, think about the, us going into the first time watching this. Like we had no idea if you didn't read the book and you went in watching it, you didn't know what to act. Right. Yeah. And not everyone read the book before watching it. Yeah. So, um, I do have a thing that's a favorite thing. Okay. And I don't know if you guys will, will agree or not. So I like the relationship between Bella and her father. Yes. I think it's yes. very sweet. Yes. He, yep. he, he's such Charlie a, is like the true hero of this yes. franchise and agree. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone agrees. Everyone yeah. agrees. About might that. have been the most solid actor, especially. Can we talk about when he cocks his gun? He's like, bring him in. <laughs> he had some really good comedic moments. Yep. Yeah. But he, and he was, he was like the perfect dad. Um, yeah, no, agree, Serena. Good job. Yep. That uh, is a good one. Yep. Their relationship is great. Um, and now that I'm I'm 35, I can I can say it's a good looking man. Serena, I would like to read a note that I have. Hang on, let me find it. Yes, read. I wrote, we're at that age, <laughs> dot dot dot. Carlisle is gorgeous and Charlie is good. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um to a point where I think one of the first scenes is he's picking her up from the airport and driving her, and he's like he's like awkward. Cause they have, I mean, they have a good relationship, but they haven't really been together in a long time. Mm-hmm. And he goes, Oh, your hair's longer. And she goes, Oh, I've cut it since I've seen you. And I'm like, Bella, that's a low blow. Come right. on. Like, like, it's not like he hasn't wanted to see you. You've yeah. lived with your mom. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's yeah. not like he abandoned you or something. You know what I mean? I'm like, give him this one. Say, I, Oh yeah. I think- like agree with him. Don't be a spoiled little brat. Yeah. And then, um, what was difficult for me and what I didn't fully understand, but I, I, I kind of can see it, but when she's telling him she's going to go back home and the trackers outside listening, I, I'm assuming that she did that to protect him. Yeah. Yes. But she just, she, I feel like there could have been another way. She was pretty harsh. She had to sever it. She had to sever it hard. She and she knew that and that was the way to do it. Even Edward and her had this conversation. She's like, I don't want to hurt him, but she did it to save his life. Yeah. Um, so I, I get that. What I don't get is like, he just lets her go, which I mean, it would have killed them both, but like, I'm like, they just like, let them keep dating. Like the whole situation is so bizarre from, if you don't know what's going on, you know what I mean? If you don't know the reasons behind it, which he doesn't, and neither does her mom, you're like, these are warning trigger signs that they should not be dating. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they, I, cause I'm trying to think to book to the second movie and she, she's in lockdown. She, like he, like, yes, you know, he's in the hospital and they go to prom together, but I don't think Charlie is okay with him. Yeah. That's <laughs> just into his defense. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. Anyway. Yeah. But he probably doesn't want to like push her away. Well, that's, and that's, yeah, sorry. That was what I was going to say was, um, I think that he, and I I feel like they delve into this in the book more, maybe Tracy, correct me if I'm wrong, but I I feel like he, his parenting style was trying to to treat her as an adult because she was, she was 17. He was trying to like, kind of take the reins off a little bit. So 
um, you know, she chose to go live with him. So if she wants to go back to her mother, let her go back to her mother. Type right. Thing. I don't know. Right. But anyway, I'm, I'm I, really yeah. trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Because I know. He is a I know. Character. He is a great character. I think, and he, it's like, I think his acting is probably out of everyone. Oh God, yeah. I, I think oh, his yeah. acting is right, like right on the money. But yeah, that's where I stand with Charlie. And that's that is a good favorite favorite yeah, part. I, I can I condone that hundred percent. So all right, can we go back real quick? Unless you plan to to mention this about the music, the music. Yeah, in retrospect, it's kind of cheesy, but it was very much. Uh, it, it was it was also very prominent of the moment. Yeah, of the moment. Yeah, I everybody wanted. Remember having Debussy the album. And- there were a few. It wasn't even WC or or the you know the piano the or the instrumental it was yeah. some of the songs the actual yep. like my mom loves the soundtrack she's obsessed with the music she's constantly sending me videos telling me to go look at yeah. the song a few of the Twilight. songs that actually that came out of it i was just like yes even the robert pattinson songs i remember yeah. being on my playlist you know yep um oh paramore because they oh the, i the love band. i love that yes. decode decode yep. Side note, I like I, I am talking down on it so much. I am definitely gonna have to go watch movies for two, three, four, and five. Uh, no. y- yeah, yeah. I ha- yeah. I started reading Midnight like, Sun and I'm going to finish it. That's gonna oh, be yeah. like no. background okay. movie for the next right. day and a half. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Need to finish the series. Need to finish reading the book. Right. Um I I since we're talking about it, I put this under the the hallmark rule. So yes, it's like, you know, it's bad, you know, it's unhealthy, but you love it anyway. You're yes. like, I'm on the, I know this is like, sh- nope. Sh- you know, the, the big city girl shouldn't give up her job just to, to own, open a bakery. That's going to make right. no money. Cause it's, you know, nonprofit or whatever the, the trope is, which like I said, Tracy go like, I love yeah. those movies. Yeah. This just falls under the rule where you, you just excuse all of you're those aware things. of the problem you're aware of them you're you gonna know gonna it ignore them and you go yeah, on the ride anyway it. yeah yep i am totally with you on that yep <laughs> so bad uh okay well this is a definitely a millennial movie it is on the younger side and compa- definitely in comparison to the last yep. movie that we watched so um my next question is how is this a millennial movie did it impact our generation as a whole yes yeah, I, I think it did. I think it did too. I think people are, are not quite aware of how much it impacted it, but it definitely did. Yeah, From I the would way say so. We... It start. It's didn't it start the whole vampire thing? Oh well, it didn't start it, but it no. really got it going. It did yeah. get it going. I want to say the Colonel again started with Harry Potter. Yes, but that was a younger generation, except or, that or, it's the same group of people. It is the same group of people. Because Harry Potter, you started when you were 10 or so mm-hmm. and then read it as it grew up. And mm-hmm. then you were ready for something a little bit more risque. Yep. And at that and point that in your life, Twilight. Twilight was ready for you. Yep. Yep. And I think the young adults section in the books and in movies really exploded. It yes. truly. And like if you even just go into the young adult section of I keep going back to the books, but you can see the like the the black and red was this this everything's black and dark and red yeah. and, and like, you know, well, and and that's actually that's a great, great way to put it is you're right. It kind of exploded the young adult genre um, with like fantasy romances that oh, yeah. are quartets or, you know, whatever, yep. multi book. Yep. And honestly, that that whole, you know, um, 
I don't even want to call it a fad, but that whole, you know, grouping of books really hasn't died down that much. No, we're still not are yet. getting so many, so many. Yep. Yeah. And Harry Potter was just, it was a different thing. It was definitely a different it was thing. Different. Um, but I think it, it paved the way it did. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Basically. So, so to sum up this question, all I wrote was we all experienced it, whether we wanted to or not. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It was on magazines. People like yeah. people were reading it. People were talking about it. And like, even like guys who yeah. couldn't give, they were they still dragged it. to that movie theater. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right, everybody. Um, um, the other question I brought it back in from last season that I don't know if it's going to be applicable, but we're going to keep it in for future reference is boom. We fixed it. Okay. But that said way too much about this movie had to be fixed I, in order for it to be good. I, <laughs> our boom section is already like, it's like booming. The movie. you can't make, you the can't movie. even, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't, you it's can't. just not applicable. In this instance. I, it's just, I think changing Edward's behavior a little bit he didn't have to he didn't have to go into her room and watch her sleep yeah that's a little well that's changing that would have to you'd have to go back and change the novel yeah yeah like i think i think the thing to fix of the movie like you can't change the plot you can't change whatever i think i think the cgi stuff would have to be fixed i think that was the worst part oh yeah it was the worst part i think and then kind of just let the actors maybe be a little bit more natural compared to whatever they were doing, but forced, forced. It, there were so many forced. problems where it's just like, you just got to like let Kristen it go. Stewart bring the war, her wardrobe from home. Yeah. Right. Actually dress her. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Do, wait, did you say not let her bring her stuff from home? Yeah. Yeah. That's what they did. I, I kind of appreciated her, her wardrobe. My only problem is that, and I, I said this already, she had perfectly coiffed hair and these like, like, I think it was either be mousy or be put together. Yeah, and she okay. was kind of writing that. It yeah, didn't make fair. sense. It just didn't yeah. make sense to me. Because I was like, oh, she's dressing like like I dressed in high school, like yeah, a flannel yeah. and a jeans and a T-shirt, hair, like hair up in a messy bun. Yeah. And I would have totally okay. been OK with it. That's fair. I was like, because I like that about her. But you are but right. She had it hair extensions a- and it was annoying. The yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. She and did have I love that makes sense. Ashley Green, I think her yes. hair was just like, what, what is going, what's going on with yeah. this? I don't she, know what this, she, this wig, same she, with Rosalie. I, oh my God. And the Jacob wig. If we're going to talk about wigs, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Jacob wig was the worst. Wait, yeah. are you saying you like Ashley Green's hair? You don't know. No. See, I didn't like her hair, but her face, like she, without a oh, doubt in my oh, mind was adorable. the most beautiful. Oh, I love her. I love her. Yeah. I, I felt like it was like, she had a wig on and then she had like a blow dryer and like hairspray that made it like Wolverine-esque. Extremely 2000 hair, 2000s yeah. hair. Like yeah. that was so the hair of the moment. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Very um, 2000s. Flip your head yeah. and you blow dry it upside down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically. And put some product yes. in it. Yep. Um, I love Esme. Yes. I love her. I, yeah, she's I, a sweetie. She, Everything she, she said Bella and in. did, and I just love. She just oh, okay. Oozed the maternal, you know. Yeah, yeah I, she did. And her like another favorite part. Her welcoming her when like she was first invited over for dinner. Mm-hmm. It was it was an awkward scene, but it was done right. Like this is somebody yes. actually bringing somebody home, 
and like introducing you to your family. And it's like, mom, you're embarrassing me. Yeah. Like, like, oh, okay. It, it was, it was perfectly awkward and adorable. Yeah. That whole. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. Speaking of and Esme scene. made the scene. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Actually, um, Carlisle kind of made that scene a little bit too. Carlisle yep. and Esme, they were just, they're they great. Ha- yeah. They're very cool. I, I really like the influence that Carlisle has over the clan. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's, he's a very, yeah. po- he's like a, a very positive influence. I didn't like his hair. No, his hair is a little no. weird. All right. Ugh. Here's my question. Why did they have him bleach his hair? I think because the description of him is he's very blonde. Well, right. And same with Rosalie. She's very right. Well, same with Rosalie. Well, You're she like, had a wig. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. But even the wig was not good because yeah. she hurt. Yeah. That's true. That is true. <sighs> I forgot how much Rosalie like hated Bella in the beginning. So that was yeah. what I was going to move over to, which is Rosalie's character might be the worst book to screen adaptation yeah. I've ever seen. And by no fault of the actor yeah. in this instance, I just think that they didn't, they didn't have time to delve into her character, understandably yeah. so, but she was just so angry and annoyed the whole time. And you didn't really get an explanation why. You literally just like threw the she was, salad like, on a 10 on the, the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, notes roundup. Oh, I'm going to commend Kristen Stewart for the realist slip on the sidewalk. Ever. Oh, my God. Every time yeah, I see with it, the I'm ice. like, she really landed. <laughs> she really fell. There, uh, her, I forget the reasoning behind why she was clumsy, but that is one character trait that they, and they did do that. They did portray that well throughout the entire, everything she did was a little bit clumsy, a little bit awkward. Right. And, and she did do a good job at that. Yeah. Um, being a book reader, I appreciated when the apple fell and he caught it for her was the cover of, the, cover the, book, of the book, Yeah. which yeah. I, I appreciated. So that, that was, was one, one of my... those where like, I remember it in theater and in the movie theater and everyone going, ah, <laughs> like, it was <laughs> right, like... right. Like, uh, I, which I, it was good. Um, I have Jessica underlined and exclamation pointed. I also have a note that's basically Laurent was actually not a bad guy. And I, every no. time I watch this, I'm like, yeah, Laurent's not the worst guy in the world. No, you know? no, he He's, like I warned mean, them. He warned yeah. them. He was polite the whole time. Yep. And like, um, Edward drives a Volvo. <laughs> it was, it was sponsored by Volvo. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. But like, really, that's the yeah. that's yeah. the top car. You're a millionaire. Peels out and this is the peels you know? out in a Volvo. I don't care Volvo. if it's your top notch Volvo. It's a Volvo <laughs> like whatever. Um, so there was one scene, uh, Serena, I think you had said that um, you had noticed a lot more things this time around than you did originally. And I was like, oh, I I felt like I I watched it with the same eyes. I was still like. I still saw the problems, but excuse them anyway, type of thing. There was yeah. one thing I caught this time in like the explanation of the movie that I never caught before that actually makes a lot of sense. So she, there's like a murder in town because the vampire, the bad vampires are like yeah. killing people. Right. And she goes, she's like driving by and she goes to visit her dad or something like that whatever was happening, she sees the body being wheeled out. Oh yeah. And put in the, the, the ambulance or wherever it was. She sees the dead body 
and then starts to have flashes of explanations of Edward. Yep. I don't know why I never put this together before, but she puts together like the cold hands, the whatever, like all the things. And it's like, oh, dead body. He's undead. And that's what gets her researching vampires. Yeah. So simple. Such a like a, oh, okay. This is what triggers her into thinking this. You know what I mean? Like she also had the phrase, the cold ones. Like she got the story from Jacob on the beach and then that led to cold ones, which led to the book. And she got the book and everything else. But it it was at least in the movie. That's when her like flashes and then she goes home and researches it. And I never connected what the dead body to that before. I was like, oh, I got you. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All right. All right. I got it. All right. Any other notes? Um, I, I mean, I, I don't really. I mean, we did talk about all the the problems, the gaslighting, the stalking, the obsession, the controlling, the patronizing, the mutual codependence, the grooming. I mean, uh, uh, all the major problems. I mean, yeah. it had it all. It had it all. Yet yeah, we still are going to finish. Of I'm going to finish reading this we book. Are. We're going to finish the series and we're yep. team Jacob, Jacob Edward all the way. So. <laughs> But, but really, we're all team Jasper. So <laughs> really, we're all team Jasper or 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 Carlisle or Charlie. Yes. <laughs> uh, OK, so Martini shot, guys. Would you recommend this movie to I, the, like 10 people in the world who've never seen it? <laughs> I would still say yes, just for the experience. But I, I I'm going to say no. Because it was such a generational or like a, a, a moment. It, speak of it moment was a in moment time. in time. It was a moment in time because if you weren't caught up in the phenomenon of being around when it was released and the obsession mm-hmm. and the everything like that was that was part of the experience. Yes. That was if you're not part of that and you're not reading it and having the midnight releases and going to the movie theater and, and experiencing it as a, a worldwide thing, yeah. because it's not good. It's not a good movie. It's not a good story. It's not anything special. It's nothing except that when it was happening, it was, it was, yeah. a. Uh, I, it was, it was a craze. everybody, it whether they wanted it or not. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. I, I a hundred percent agree with you. I would say, no, if you haven't already experienced it, don't and yeah. li- continue living your life in peace. Cause there <laughs> is no way to experience it. Like, like it should like have when, been experienced yeah. like, like, it's, like 2008. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we had one yes and two no's everybody. I'm saying yes, because if I say no, I'll literally be disowned by my mother. That's fair. I got um, you. All right. Well, uh, what, what other movies have, has everyone been watching? What, what's some good stuff we've all got going on? Um, oldie, but goodie, not really an oldie. It's, I think it's 2012. I just, for the first time watched American pie reunion the other night. Funny. I've never seen any of the American pie movies. Hmm. Yeah. Stupid, funny. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. stupid, funny, light and fluffy. And then another one that I just watched, which I love the girl. I don't remember her name, um, is a newer release called the duff. Have you guys seen the Duff? Yes. 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 That's yep. a solid movie. That was good. I don't know. Oh, 2015. Wow. I really thought that was a new movie. Okay. Well, um, the girl, what's mm-hmm. her name? Uh, May Whitman. Yep. Love her. Have I you love her in everything. Um, good girls. I have. And that's how I first was introduced to her mm-hmm. and also first introduced to 
um, Klaus from the Vampire Diaries from that show. Oh, he's her ex-husband. Yes. Yep. I was like, mind blown. So if you're looking for uh, a murder doc, mm-hmm. I might I recommend Catching Killers. Okay. A mini, okay. a mini docu-series. And um, they open the first episode uh, discusses the Green River Killer. Oh, okay. It's all, I mean, if you follow any kind of serial killers or major stories, I mean, groundbreaking, decades of killing, you know, took them forever to catch them. This is the show for you. Now, let me tell you, I was exhausted. I managed to stay awake for this. I did. Wow. So, um, and I, I'm going to rewatch the second one because I, I was kind of fading in and out, but it it's very sucks you right in. Tracy, this is right up your alley. It sounds okay. like it. It's right up your alley. And uh, it's well done. And I always love, a, I love a nice uh, murder doc. So, um, so let's see. I just watched. Oh, that's right. What was the name of that one? Nobody gets out of here alive. I think was the oh, name I of think the I movie. Heard of that. Um, and it was about an illegal immigrant who came in and um, she ended up in a, in like a kind of a tenement housing situation and it's haunted and it's, it's interesting. It's like, it's just another, it's another horror movie, but I've actually noticed kind of an uptick of horror movies involving either, you know, refugees or immigrants or, mm. you know, that not by accident. I mean, it's, it's no, very no. real, you know, that's, it's a fascinating thing to look at horror because you kind of pick up the trends of what society considers to be the scariest thing. So, um, it's that. And then also I've noticed a major trend in horror has started to be people who end up in horror situations always have medical debt. Yeah. So interesting. Okay. So they're in this dangerous well, situation. They're doing this, this dangerous, this horror thing because they're in medical debt and they need to find a way to pay that off. It has really been pervasive. And that in I feel like you movies. could write a whole thesis on yeah. horror. Like you just said, like, I feel like that is a thesis. Yeah is that horror movies of the day reflect what people are like afraid of afraid of and like supernatural and whatever, like serial killer aside medical debt. Yeah. Which is, which is a real massive commentary on our society right now. It is. It is. Yeah. Especially obviously American society. Right. Exactly. Anyway. All right. Well, okay. So uh, next thing to do is we're going to, do the randomizer and see what our next movie Ooh. is going to be. All right, ready? It's so anticlimactic. All I do is click a button and it's like, it just happens. That's why I make the noise. Yeah, I appreciate that. All right, ready? Oh, Forrest <laughs> Gump. Ooh, okay. I know, right? That's an interesting one. Which one? Forrest I Gump. I was running. Oh God. I'm definitely going to be able to convince my human to watch that with me. That's he one always of those where like, it. you always catch bits and pieces of it, but do you ever sit down and watch it from beginning to end? I don't think you do. Honestly though, it's a good movie to it watch is. in bits and pieces because it, it's kind of shot like, it's like- It's like it's, vignettes. Yes, yeah. yes. All right, thanks for joining us. If you like what you hear, you can find more great episodes over on our website, www.millennialsatthemoviehouse.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Curious about updates, extras from our episodes, or want to add your two cents about a reviewed movie? We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millies. Check us out and make sure to follow us. So until next time, we're millennials and we'll see you at the movie house.